woke wasted what's up guys this is neil and zach isn't here with us today it is just me so what's going on we're doing a solo episode today and it is me and my vibe and guess what you guys get me post bath yep bath king here baby (laughs) i've been thinking all day long about what i wanted to share today with you guys and i had no clue I was like, oh, I can share so much about what's been going on this last month, <laughs> last two months, but the last week and the last few weeks have just been a roller coaster. They've been a train wreck. Just so you guys know, this is the night before the podcast release, so you're basically getting me live. And I like that. I think it's kind of fun. And it makes me feel more connected with you guys. It makes me feel like I am here live with you rather than recording ahead of time and sharing it whenever this is me raw with you guys as you guys are going through everything that you're going through and since the full moon since the last new moon since the last full moon since all this shit it's been a lot man i have been struggling i've been tired i've been exhausted i've been beat down i've been riding highs i've been feeling lows. I've been in all the places and all the emotions, every space in between and above and below. So I want you guys to know that you're not alone. I'm going through it. Zach's going through it. We're all going through it. If you're listening to this podcast, you are probably going through it. And all of us are going through it together. So I'm here with you. And we're all here with you. You're not alone. You're loved. And there's people going through the storm. We're in it together. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. It's not about the storm. It's about how I got to where I am today. And so much has come up these last few months, this whole freaking year. I have experienced every single one of my deepest core wounds not even wounds that's the wrong word but you guys know what i mean the deepest core things that lessons experiences that i have to work through in this life that i've struggled with my entire life until this point and they've all every single one have come to surface these last few weeks but in a way that's nice in a way it's felt like the finality of it, that for the first time I've been able to break through them and it feels like it's for good because a lot of these things haven't come up in a while (laughs) and they haven't come up with this magnitude and they've come up full force. Yeah, I know one of you guys right now is like, oh, me too, man. (laughs) Yeah. They've come up full force. And I want to share one of the experiences for you. One of the things that I have struggled with that I was not conscious of until it was pointed out to me by someone who knows my soul very well. I have this weird thing with connection and love and not just intimate, but in all forms of relationships 
the majority of my most important relationships in my life have and are over distance. The people close to me, I also end up separating from one way or another. And so most of my relationships come over space. And it's something that's always bothered me. I never understood why. I figured maybe I'm just an introvert. Maybe it's just the empath stuff. Oh yeah, it's because I needed to have time and space to really come into myself and accept myself and go through my lessons and you know all those million and a half different things that could explain it. But the one thing that's come up so powerfully was birth. All of this started from birth for me. And yeah, you guys don't know this. I was born two months early, premature. Came out 3.3 pounds. I was in an incubator for two months. My birth was really traumatic. The doctor actually had to ask my father who he wanted to live. My mom or me? fucked up my stubborn ass dad who i get my stubborn hard-headedness from too <laughs> said i want both to live he refused choose one or the other i'm so grateful I'm so grateful to have my mother my father me my life my family but it was a traumatic birth it nearly cost cost life cost death i can't even speak right now it nearly cost my mom her life it nearly was my birth my life was at the expense of life basically my birth was being the grim reaper and one day mr bath king merman over here feels the need to go in the bath even though it's every day but it was extra strong that night so i went and hopped in the bath and I knew I needed to go on the record, so I did. I finished up and was like, okay, I'm not done yet. There's still something that needs to happen. Okay, I need to do some energy work. Tapped into body and just sat with my body and started allowing energy to flow. And I was guided into myself as little baby Neil in the womb. 3.3 pounds. Feeling all the trauma of everything that had happened. And it was a lot. Things that I were never conscious of, that I didn't know, wasn't aware of. I just knew it was a traumatic experience, but being in that space was so much. And I got to give myself love. Little baby Neil got to have love. And there was this one moment where somehow I knew I needed to unravel the umbilical cord from around my neck. It was choking me, suffocating me. Me and my throat chakra butteriness. <laughs> and I did that. I gave him love and I let it heal and I could feel that release. I actually felt my throat release through it. And then when I finished that part, oh, the big work came in. It was healing the physical separation and the denial of love and touch while I was in the little box with four walls when I needed to be held and loved at the most important time of my life. And I couldn't. And what I realized what I, is that I learned that I receive love over distance. 
over space, through separation. That's how I received the most important love in my life. And it explains so much. But it was time to heal that and let that go. Because I deserve more than that. I deserve love. I deserve connections. All in person. I deserve true experience of love and life in that way. And I did my thing and worked to heal it. Uh, one of the things that stuck out to me was sitting there and going through all the different family members who I knew were there, who I knew wanted to be there, who I knew were giving me love, and allowing myself, little baby Neil, to receive all that love in that moment through myself, being the conduit for all of that to come into myself. And I healed a lot of it. It was crazy. It was powerful. And I realized that in that moment, you know, what I tell a lot of my clients, right, we're always trying to figure out why we're here and what we're supposed to do. This is a firm belief of mine. The things we struggle with most, our biggest lessons, our toughest experiences, are always some of the greatest parts of our gifts to the world. They are truly, deeply part of your soul path, of your path in life, of the big why, of the big what it is you're here to do. And I saw that in that moment. That I needed to heal that. And from doing that, my gift, it's right here with you guys. I get to give you all love. I get to give love to people who wouldn't otherwise be able to through the means that they can receive it. Through space, through distance, through electronics, through virtual whatever. Through books that I'll write, through the poetry that I'll write and share with the world, through clothing that I'll create for the world, different things that can bring love to people who otherwise may be denied of it, and I get to give it in the purest way possible. Guys, this is your greatest gift comes from your biggest struggle. It is why you are meant to be here. And it's how you shine. So something that brought me to that. God, I'm, I don't script these out. I have no clue what I'm going to talk about going into any of these podcasts other than maybe a general idea. For the most part, it's all flow. So here's me piecing that all together. I just got out of the bath, right? did my thing um but for the first time i put in some bubbles (laughs) i've never i just put in some epsom salt and sit and chill really really dude like like simple bare necessities i don't (laughs) need the other stuff whatever but i got i picked up some stuff to make some bubbles today and i sat there in the bathtub I just started to play with the bubbles. I was like, oh, these are kind of annoying, though. That was my first reaction. Like, there's fucking bubbles everywhere. I'm going to have to wash off after. I'm like, I'm going to be all soapy. Um, 
I'm like trying to like dip my head in with this like bubbles coming into my mouth. I'm like, all right. All right. What am I doing? And I just started to play with him. And it was so nice. And I'll let Zach tell you later about the special little it's it's appropriate, don't worry. But picture that I sent him using the bubbles. It's funny. Um but I just started to play with him. Probably made one of the best snowballs you could ever see in your life, but it was made out of bubbles. <laughs> and just being a little kid, being a little boy, letting my little kid out. And I had realized, God, I haven't played in a while. It's been a serious-ass year. It's been a long year. Play. When was the last time you actually played and was playful and giggling and just messing around. Me and Zach will mess around on this pod, but when have I actually allowed myself to just dick around and play? It was actually one of my big intentions last year. And I totally had lost sight of that. But play is so nice. And the thing is, when that happened, I could feel things releasing in my stomach. I could hear the gurgling and churning and things shifting around. I was like, okay, oh, I need to channel right now. <laughs> That's what I do. I channel everything, right? And I gave space for my inner child to come out and to connect with my inner child. And he spoke, and it was really fun, and it was really light, and he gave me a lot of love. And he told me that he was okay. That's the other thing. It was just such a weight. Like, I'm good. I'm healed. We don't have anything to hide from, to protect ourselves from anymore. You've done all that work. We're okay. I just want to play now. Let me play. Let me come out and play. And he said, go play with your dog. Go play with Coda. Go roll around on the grass. Get on all fours and chase him around. Let go. Just let me play. And then he shared about how, also, I get to play as an adult now. And all the things I've been wanting to do and, dream, and really have a goal of stepping into have been him. Little kid getting to play with big kid toys. So there's a motorcycle training course coming into my life soon. There's eventually going to be some helicopter pilots training things coming in. Little kid with big kid toys. So <laughs> I want to play in all the different ways. And acknowledging that, I felt so light. It was so nice. Because it's been so heavy. And so much of the work I've been doing has been so heavy work. Anger. Grief. Self-worth. Blocks. All these heavy things. Which I've learned to work with really well. I've learned to approach them healthily, to be with them, to allow them to express to release them when it's ready, to shift them into something beyond, to, be, to allow them to become a source of power. But it's still heavy. And tapping into this in little child mode was so light and pure and playful and fun and nice. And all the weight just released. So what did I do? I let go and I let myself just hang out and do whatever the crap I wanted to and let my little kid come out and just play. It's so nice. And then I felt everything adjust in my body. I felt all this stuff in my gut shift, 
release. I felt my gut lighter. I felt it more whole. I felt my body more whole. So I'm going to leave you guys with this question. How can you play right now in your life? What things really just sound playfully fun? Not just fun, but playful. Do you want to just go buy some silly putty like when you're a kid? Get some crayons and draw on the walls. Whatever the hell you want. Just play. I don't know what that looks like for me yet, but I'm figuring it out and I'm going to allow it to happen. Whatever it is that comes up that wants to be done. That's my commitment to it. I don't know what it looks like yet and that's okay. Other than playing with my dog. And being the guy that dances at the gym between sets. <laughs> that's that's when I'm playing too. <laughs> um, yeah. But the other things I wanted to share with you guys, man, this is a longer episode than I thought it would be. I wanted to share with you how I got here. The things that led me to this point. I know so many of you are figuring it all out right now, are maybe deep in your awakening, maybe very early into a massive, crazy, intense awakening. But I want to share with you guys my experience. Those years back, I was, I'll say miserable. Straight up, I was miserable. I was a director um, working in behavioral health care. My background is as a therapist in mental health, and I was in working in management and I was running a couple teams but I was not ready to run for I was good at what I was doing but as a person in my mental emotional self I was not ready for that responsibility I was not ready to show up as a leader I was not ready to be the man that was needed in that situation and I did not take care of myself ate like shit long ass commutes early drives staying up late shutting down from the world and just vegging out watching TV. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Say that with love, but well, it was a piece of shit. That was all I could manage. I was just a lump in a body trying to get by, doing my very best with everything I could. But I was just trying to get by. I wasn't living. And I wasn't taking care of myself. But that's what needed to happen at that point in my life. Or else I wouldn't be here right now. Things started to happen. And I started to realize that, oh, I think I might have like some psychic stuff. Like I have family friends who are psychics. They've always told me to meditate. They always told me I was really special. I didn't really understand why. But they said just meditate a lot. And... I remember that and I had this moment come up with my partner at the time, my girlfriend at the time. She was on a trip and I was sleepless this entire night. I had no idea why, no idea what was going on and woke up later that morning after getting like an hour of sleep after tossing and turning and just being extreme anxiety all night to a text message saying that there was a shooting and she was there running for her life and that she was safe in a lobby, but 
she was in the Las Vegas terrorist or ter domestic terrorist by the the Las Vegas attack at the music festival there, whatever it was. And I realized that's why I couldn't sleep all night. That's why I felt all that anxiety and fear and just massive energy in my chest. And that was the moment that kicked off my spiritual journey. Awareness after that of all these little moments that were happening. Little things of premonitions, of knowings, of messages, of... God, 50 million different things that screamed at me. I was like, hey, there's something here. So look at it. So I did. And I found this podcast called Psychic Teachers. I love them. If you guys don't listen to them and are looking to grow your understanding of understanding of spiritual, intuitive, especially psychic world, they're amazing. They're like listening to two, like your aunt and your grandma over the radio and it's just you're a little kid drinking milk and eating cookies it's sweet it's really nourishing and it nourished me at that time but they taught me a lot man and started realizing oh i might be psychic i think i have some psychic gifts <laughs> and started to open up into this world at the same time i was hanging by a thread at work doing really well but as a person, I was hanging by a thread. And my girlfriend at the time, we were long distance, right? Funny thing, how I ended up talking about distance stuff before getting into this. We were long distance, and for some reason, every time we tried to figure out something to be able to move in together, it wouldn't work. And after the shooting, we ultimately decided that it was time to, for her sake and for ours, to just say fuck it to everything and move in together. And I gave two, I gave notice to work. We put in a plan for me to be out in two months. And ultimately, we went through that path. And she had some health issues come up eventually after or during the end of it and after where she couldn't move. And it cost a lot of money. And it was tough. Long story short, ultimately the move didn't happen. Um, and I was left hanging, trying to figure things out. The relationship ended. And that was the catalyst, the big, big, big catalyst to everything. And I ended up traveling and exploring, not traveling, but venturing into my spirituality and just doing a big deep dive into spirituality and personal development. And I found my way into energy work and eventually started to realize when I was learning energy work, I was feeling people's emotions in my body. I would know my hand would just be moving and I'd scanning and I'd feel energy on their chest and I'd feel it and then just know what that energy was. It was maybe heartbreak anxiety and it started to open more and more and more and as I was connecting to that energy more and more and more I was becoming more clairsentient over time and in talking to people and connecting with people I would start to be able to feel their energy in my body and understand oh oh they have something going on <laughs> um, and I know what it is uh, 
it was me discovering my gifts. It's clear sentient. My gifts are with the body and with emotions. And eventually energy work became me learning to channel, trying to figure out all these psychic things. I tried all these different th things and avenues and channeling is what ended up opening for me. And eventually it became meeting Zach at that Paul Selig workshop that we told you about in the first episode. And the bromance started and Woke Wasted came. But it started from a shitstorm. <laughs> it started from being at that breaking point. It started from, yes, me choosing myself, but ultimately, man, I was forced into that hand. I was forced into choosing myself. And it was the greatest thing that it could have ever happened. And I've talked to so many people this year where it feels like I've just been forced into this, this, and this. Universe has just shoved me into it. Guys, roll with it. The more you push back on it, the worse it's going to get. And the worse that break is going to be when it happens. Roll with it and let it open. Let it flow. And there's so much beauty and there's so many gifts that come up. There's so much. There's so much love that comes through all that. I hope you guys can see that. I hope you can experience it because when I let go of my resistance to what's happening, yeah, it might still suck to be in the difficulty and the emotions, but there's so much love coming through. There's so many gifts, so many lessons, so many openings that are so powerful and so life-changing. But it came from choosing to listen, right? That's the other piece is I needed to choose to listen, not to shut it down, not to avoid it, but to hear everything that was coming up, to listen to all the pulls, to all the little drops and whispers of intuition that I didn't even know was intuition at that point. <laughs> This is what felt right to do, what I was supposed to do, or what I needed to do at that point. It was all pulling me into alignment. And sometimes that's not easy. Sometimes it's the stuff you don't want to do. I didn't, there was a lot of stuff I've done that I don't want to do. This year has been, has pushed me on so many different levels. I've done so many challenges. I've done it multiple fasts I was never down for that <laughs> I went from a two day fast to take care of some gut issues into doing that to a four day fast into another like two or three day fast into go oh, this crazy one that was ended up being a five day fast that ended up going into this ceremony to take on a guru which blew my life open upside down but all through listening to my knowing and doing the shit I didn't want to but I also knew I needed to that I was supposed to that when I sat with it and felt into it felt right too and sometimes you go kicking and screaming along the way too I'll say one of the biggest things I ever did for my growth 
was sitting the fuck down and meditating. (laughs) I didn't want to. Not at all. You guys will meet Colin on this podcast sometime, but he pulled me and forced me to meditate with him. This random guy that I met online that I became best friends with. Random dude telling me, let's meditate. Like, who the hell, like, you, why, who asked someone to meditate with them? And my ego was too big at that point. I was like, I don't need to fucking meditate. I grew up Buddhist my whole life. Like, I've grown up meditating and in temples and doing all this shit. I don't need to meditate. Oh, boy, did I need to meditate. (laughs) He made me freaking meditate over and over and over until I did it on my own. And my body started to crave it. I could feel it once I got into that consistent practice of it, of this crown meditation that I do. Which is really simple, by the way. You just sit still, don't move, and focus on your crown and breathe in your energy to your crown. Really, really simple. That practice, that consistent practice that started at like five minutes once a week became 30 minutes every day. And it blew my life upside down. And I credit maybe 90% of my spiritual growth to that practice. Guys, if you don't meditate, meditate. I swear, if there's one thing I can leave you with from this podcast, meditate. Please, please, please. And if you want someone to meditate, every single one of you, whoever is listening, I will meditate with you. So find me on IG. Find me on Facebook. Go to my website. Shoot me an email. Whatever. I will meditate with you. And we'll have fun and we'll bullshit too. (laughs) And it won't be long. We'll do it for like five minutes because you just need to get a feel. That's all. But it has been a crazy journey. And all that has brought me to here. And that's where I'm at. And I think I'm leaving you with a cliffhanger because I don't know how I'm going to wrap up this episode of rambling. But that's my story, y'all. That's my truth. That's my experience. That's all I'm ever going to give you. That's all I'm going to share with you. Just trust yourself. Listen to yourself. If that means breaking everything open and leaving whatever is going on in your life, do it. Because there's beauty on the other side that you could never imagine. That means sitting in the fight a little bit longer than hang in, drop into love, drop into body, and grit it out. That means exploring new things, explore new things, and go have fun. But for me, right now, it means hanging out with my little kid self and having fun with my inner child. So I'm going to take it back there, guys. What can you do to play? Because we all know we deserve some damn play right now. Alright guys. That's all I got today on this 30 minute ramble. Hope it was fun. It was a little different in energy than usual. I thought it was going to be maybe a 15 minute episode. But he got the full shebang. So. That's that. I love you guys. Oh. I got another real quick little share for you. So, like I said, our greatest gifts come from our experiences, our truths, the way we've turned that into love, the way we've turned that into power. 
I'm just going to share with you guys a quick second about what I do. And if it ever feels right, like you guys want to work with me, if you guys want to work with Zach, we are here and we want to help. My gifts are about emotion, are about the truth of yourself, the alignment of yourself to your soul, and how that comes forward in your life. Purpose, path, blocks to clear through, to lessons to learn. Um, yeah, that's what I do in a nutshell. I just started to offer one-on-one coaching sessions, individual sessions and three session packages. So if that's ever something you want to do, I'm here. I got you, boo. It's called Talk It Out with Neil. So let's talk it out whenever you want. It's easy. It's just like sitting here with me. We'll just talk, figure out what's going on. I'll listen to you. I won't judge you. And we'll figure out how to move you forward in a way that's right, that feels good, that fills your heart. I also do Akashic Records sessions. I have a block clearing program that's through just spiritual work, and I have a two-month life coaching program, or life purpose program to bring you into your purpose. And Zach will share a little bit more about his gifts and his what he does in his services, um, but he is a gangster Akashic Record reader. You guys know that. You've heard him. You've heard him channel those lessons, those that energy. They're powerful. He will drop you into heart real quick. And you might cry and just feel like a whole new person after because that's what he does to me. I was going through some stuff yesterday and he made me cry and it felt so damn good, but they were happy tears. So let Zach give you some good happy tears. <laughs> and you also just may not cry. You may just be really, really happy. So... Um, and he does crazy energy work too. So you guys know Zach is a medical student. His gifts are with the body and he works with it on a beyond 3d level. He did this session on me. That was just crazy. It was a mix of like energy work and chiropractic and osteopathic and just spiritual craziness. And I'm pretty sure he like gave me a whole new chakra, <laughs> Not even joking either. Um, so he does some crazy ass stuff and it is amazing. His psychic gifts, his intuitive gifts are just beyond belief. So guys, we're here for you if you need us. Check us out. We're linked up in the show notes. My website's there. Zach's booking links are there. The ways to reach out to both of us are there. Got you. And again, go and play y'all love you